This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Really glad to have this man back. District 13, Republican in the great state of Texas, my friend Ronnie Jackson. Doc, how are you? Good to see you. Hey, Joe. Good to see you too, man. Thanks for having me. It's been a long time, and, and I just mentioned this a minute ago. We could probably talk about Biden's cognitive uh, disabilities for the next two hours if we wanted to. And, and a lot of people are going, you know, you probably shouldn't make fun of it. Ronnie, i got to tell you something. This guy is the president of the United States. He's the guy we're supposed to look to to represent us on the planet. And if he's going to be this incapacitated mentally, I'm going to make fun of him. And, and as a doctor, maybe you don't go there. But um, when I see somebody who didn't know Abraham Lincoln was in the portrait behind him yesterday or doesn't know how to go up the stairs, even the short steps on the on Air Force One or uh, tell stories that we know are just not true, I don't know how else to react. If I don't laugh, I might cry. So uh, as a doctor, because you've got a much more trained eye than I do, what do you see from this guy when you watch him daily? Well, I think you're right, Joe. It's hard not to laugh when you see him say and do some of the stupid stuff he does. But yeah. you know, you're, you're absolutely right. It's not a laughing matter at all anymore. It's a national security issue for us. This is dangerous. This is a very dangerous situation. We have our commander in chief, our head of state. He's supposed to be the guy that you know inspires uh, trust and confidence in our allies and inspires a, a certain amount of fear in our adversaries. And people overseas uh, on both sides, allies and adversaries, they think he's a joke. Uh, and, and they've been mocking him. They've been laughing at him. I've been in, uh, you know, in meetings overseas with uh, foreign leaders and with uh, my counterparts overseas. And, and, and they, they laugh at him. They mock him and they, they make jokes about him. It's just it's not good for this country. It, it's 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 uh, just portrays a, a level of weakness we've never had before. And, you know, somebody was talking the other day. They were like, wow, they're like, you know, this guy's responsible for a nuclear response or for the nuclear codes, and he is. Right. And if something like that happens, Joe, we, you know, there's not a lot of time to react. If there's inbound nukes coming from China or Russia or somewhere, uh, you only have a certain amount of time uh, to, to react and, and, and decide whether you're going to counter or what's going to happen. And that's really the president of the United States that starts that process. And if somebody said, well, please tell me that there, you know, that there are checks and balances in place. So this guy's not, you know, the, the one that's ultimately responsible for it. And there are some checks and balances. But, you know, like I said, it's a short time period. And this man is the one that's primarily responsible for it. And then we look at stuff that happened the other day. I was, I was making the case that, like, you know, the, the other person that's intimately involved in this is our Department of Defense and our Secretary right. of Defense. And this guy was like MIA, uh, you know, in a hospital under general anesthesia. And nobody even knew about it. So I, I think that we're in a bad situation in this country. We lack leadership across the board, but it starts at the top. And, uh, you know, you, you watch him and I told people, look, go back and even look at when he when he was running for president and compare it to now, just dramatic, dramatic degeneration. And I was saying then that he wasn't fit to be you know, president and head of state. And uh, if you go back and look when he was you know, vice president and compare it to now, it's unbelievable how much he's degenerated. 
Uh, and, you know, it's just it's a sad situation. Uh, they should have done something about it. I cannot believe that they actually are running this man again for another four years. I, I thought that that would never in a million years happen. I think that they wish they hadn't have done it now. They're trying to figure out how to get out of it. They, they being the Democrats, they realize they're in a really bad spot right now and they've got to get rid of this man. And I think part of what's going on right now. Uh, with, uh, you know, the press starting to talk about it, the her report coming out and mentioning uh, some of the stuff that they mentioned in the her report, because that didn't happen, uh, you know, without the approval of DOJ with Biden's Department of Justice had to uh, OK the language in that release, you know, which was not very flattering to the president yeah. and, and basically reinforced what we've all been saying for the last three years that this man's not cognitively fit. It was reinforced in the her report. And I think that the reason that happened is because they are looking for a way to to get rid of him right now. And um, they're putting a lot of pressure on him. The Democrats are right now. And I think there's going to come a point in the next few months where he's going to step down uh, probably voluntarily. If he doesn't step down voluntarily, I've I've wrote a letter the other day. It's my fifth letter I've written to the president and I I CC'd all of his cabinet members. And I said, if this man doesn't step down and do the right thing, uh, you know, he needs to be removed via the 25th Amendment. The 25th Amendment, Section 4, was was. was written specifically for this scenario right here. Uh, and, you know, he's got people surrounding him like Joe Biden and all, all the other people that work in the West Wing and in the Oval Office that are facilitating this because that's where and that's where they draw their power, authority and their influence from. And they don't want to give it up. But th- the whole world is concerned about what's going on with Joe Biden right now. It is uh, Dr. Ronnie Jackson, U.S. Representative, District 13, Republican, great state of Texas. You were the, uh, the, the, the White House doctor for Obama and for Trump. Were you also with George W. Bush or not? I, I was with Bush for three years as well, Bush, Obama, and Trump. Okay, so um, you had Obama for eight years, so it's not like you're some you know, uh, right. partisan guy. You, you were his actual official doctor. You had Trump. I'll never forget that stupid news conference where they were asking you about bone spurs and, and cocaine, and is, is he overweight? It was so stupid. But, Ronnie, it wasn't that long ago that we had people on the left in this country, even those who are high up in, in the administration like, like McCabe, asking questions about the 25th Amendment for Trump, which, of right. course, was ridiculous. It made no sense at all. And now if you ask the question, this is how little transparency there is. KJP, Corrine Jean-Pierre will say, I'm not going down that rabbit hole. I'm not going to talk about that. The DNC will show up on CNN and MSNBC and say he's sharp as a tech and laser focused. And he just has a stuttering problem that he had as a kid, which of course he hasn't had for the past 40 years. And and, and then when you actually say, will there be a cognitive, uh, cognitive test? The answer is that her somehow lied in the report. So let's just take the her report. And I'm glad you brought it up. Her in there says, well-meaning elderly man, very bad memory. And then they send Biden out to brag about how well he did and how her said, we can't possibly bring charge. He didn't do anything wrong, which is not what he said. He said, we just don't think we could try this guy because of his condition. And then later, Biden got mad, comes out on a Thursday night, which he never does, in prime time, which he never does, and just makes an absolute idiot out of himself, complaining about her even asking about Bo Biden dying, his son who died from a brain tumor that he keeps saying died in Iraq. Um, but, but he says that her didn't have the right to ask him about it. Well, Ronnie, we found out from her that he didn't Biden right. brought Bo up. That's right. Biden brought that whole thing up and then he couldn't remember even when he was vice president. So what's the game here? D- don't, don't the American people have the right to know the abilities and the cognitive stance of a sitting president? Well, absolutely. And we're going to get the transcript of that tape and we're going to prove that, you know, that uh, he brought it up. Well, you heard that as well. Biden brought Bo up, right? Of course. Absolutely. And, you know, like you said, it's it's ironic. They want it both ways. You know, you can't tell me 
that he's cognitively incapable of being on trial because, you know, he doesn't have the mental capacity to defend himself. And then simultaneously tell me that he's just fine to be our commander in chief, our president and our head of state. It's obvious that if you can't stand, you know, trial and defend yourself because you're too cognitively impaired, you can't possibly, you know, be uh, the leader of the free world. This is crazy. Right. And you mentioned, you know, the 25th Amendment and the hypocrisy there and everything. I think it's funny because this idiot Jamie Raskin that's in Congress with me at the end of the at the end of the Trump administration, he put together a bill where he was wanting to come. Uh, he was wanting to establish a commission because the 25th Amendment says that the way that uh, the president has to be removed, it has to be the vice president and the majority of his cabinet or a body appointed by Congress uh, to do such. Right. right. And so he was right. trying to put together a body, uh, you know, uh, because he didn't he, he wanted to get rid of Trump. And he said, well, the Trump uh, cabinet's not going to do it. So we need to establish this body that's there in case we need to you know, use the 25th Amendment. And then suddenly Biden comes in office and they don't want to talk about that anymore. Uh, I, I told him I was going to re- reintroduce that bill, the Jamie Raskin bill. And yeah. push that through. But yeah. The, and the call it that. Is, call it the yeah. Jamie Raskin bill. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it, it's crazy, the hypocrisy. But yeah, yeah, everyone can see that's a problem they have, Joe. They can say this all day long. He, Like you said, he got up there. And not only did you did you have three and a half years of us watching him and the whole country get more and more concerned every day about his abilities. And then you had the her report that came at it from a different angle, uh, you know, and basically said the same thing that everybody had been seeing for the last three and a half years. Then you have Biden get up and try to refute it and yeah. just solidify that it was actually all true because of the because of the horrible performance that night. There's a reason they don't bring him out on a Thursday night, you know, is because he's you know, he's got the sundowners thing. going well, on. Well, 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 Ronnie, he walks out and he literally says Mexico is in the Middle East. It's next yeah. to Israel. And he had Mexico open the gates. And then he called Mexican President Sisi, which he's not. That, of course, is the Egyptian guy. So you're looking at all this going on. But you know what I saw that night? I wonder if you give me a quick comment on this. The media turned on him. The media started like they all of a sudden were pit bulls. Yeah. So it's almost like I felt like they got their walking and talking papers. Okay, go ahead and take him down. Yeah. If you take him down, then maybe we can slip in Michelle or Kamala or somebody or Gavin. Uh- I agree with you 100 percent. That process is happening as we speak right now. And that's why I've been saying over and over, he will not be the nominee. They will replace him sometime between now and their convention or at their convention. They're going to replace this man. I think they're trying to they're, they're, they're unleashing the press on him. They're giving the press the green light. Uh, like I said, they gave somebody in the DOJ the green light to, to get that language in the her report out. They're, they're trying to convince him and the people around him to, to voluntarily step down. If they if he doesn't do it, they could use the 25th Amendment, which I don't I honestly think they'll do. What I think they'll do, and I've been saying this for a while as well, I think they will look the other way and they will let the Hunter Biden stuff blow up in his face and drag him down. Uh, so, But I think that they are actively trying to figure out how to get rid of him. I was, it's uh, Ronnie Jackson, U.S. Representative, District 13, Republican, Great State of Texas. He's also a doctor, was the White House doctor for a long time. I was in a space on X. I don't know if you've done these yet. I think you've been in a space or two. Um, I, was, I was in a space on X, and Lev Parnas came in. And Lev Parnas is, is a guy who was charged with lying to the, to, to the FBI, I believe. And he's a guy who got some sort of a deal. Now he's got a book out. This guy wants us to believe that Donald Trump, John Solomon, Victoria uh, um, Tunsing, uh, just down the list, uh, are all a bunch of liars, and that we should all believe the Burisma CEO. He literally wants us to believe when the Burisma CEO says Smirnoff was dealing with somebody over in Russia to, to make it tidy and make it easy to understand. The left now wants us to believe, Ronnie, that there's Russia collusion again, and that Russia somehow was involved, that Russia somehow altered Hunter Biden's laptop, which they couldn't because the FBI had it since December 19. They want us to believe it showed up in October 2020, which it didn't. But that's the push. Again, And Jake Sullivan, who did it with Hillary Clinton in 16, 
is now the NSA, and he's out there saying, yeah, this is a real concern about Russia wanting to get involved in our election in, in 2024. You've got all these actors that are obviously on the same side, Michael Cohen, Lev Parnas, all these people who want us to believe that Russia is somehow controlling Trump again. It didn't work last time. Why are they doing this again? Is this going to be effective? No, it's not going to be effective. The American people already have said we, we've already seen this show once before. We know, you know, how this all evolved, and uh, you know they're they're desperate right now. They got Jamie, uh, uh, you know, uh, Jamie Comer and Jim Jordan and uh, Jason Smith and these folks that are that are chairs of these powerful committees that we have right now that are looking into all the Burisma stuff and all of the stuff with Joe Biden and with Hunter Biden. And the evidence is mounting, and they're they're desperate to try to explain some of this away. And it's just it's absolutely ridiculous. And I, you know. I, uh, they're, they're trying to drag things out as well. They're hoping they can drag it out uh, for a few more months and, you know, somehow or another get a Democrat back in the White House. Like I said, I don't think they think that's going to be Joe Biden. But, yeah, this is a desperate attempt to, to cover up what is becoming very obvious that we actually have a crime family, the Biden crime family in in, in D.C., uh, in, in the White House. And it's sad to say that, but uh, they're they're basically they're they're essentially a mafia family to some extent. Uh, the, the way they've been involved in lining yes. their own pockets uh, with uh, foreign interests uh, at the expense of the American people and our national security and everything else. And you go back and look at all the stuff like all the classified documents that Biden had, you know, in and around uh, Hunter Biden for years in his garage. Hunter was living at the house and yeah. Hunter had all these connections with the Russians and the Chinese and the Ukrainians. And God knows who saw those documents. Right. Why were those documents even there? You got to ask your question. Were they there because Hunter, you know, you requested or asked for them to be there, whatever. We look back now, we find out that there's a lawyer involved in all of this that was responsible for moving a lot of these documents. Uh, and, you know, and he, you know, he was in the White House uh, for years. No, but, no, but Ronnie, I got to stop you a second, because at that Thursday night when he walked out and looked like a fool, Joe Biden literally said he told his team to take it to the National Archives. And he wants me to believe that the team said, eh, forget that. I'm going to go to Joe Biden's house. I'm going to open his garage and put it next to the Corvette. He wants me to believe that. Come on. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's ridiculous. And, of course, that wouldn't fly if it was President Trump saying no. that, right? I mean, President Trump would not get off, uh, with, you know, blaming it on somebody else. But that's the whole – That's there's no accountability in the Biden administration. And they're just – you know, they're, they're going to blame, you know, unknown, unnamed staff members and – uh, and, and, and think they can just walk and, and get away with it. And usually they do, because usually the mainstream media is so, all too eager to cover it up for them and to stop talking about it or, or, you know, or focus on something else or, you know, come up with some false narrative the Russia, the Russia hoax or whatever else. But uh, it's just, you know, the American people uh, are starting to really see what's going on here. Well, while he has that office, do you think there's a chance he'll pardon his son and brother oh. and, and, and uh, sister, any of that? A 100 percent. I mean, that you know, w- w- no matter how he leaves uh, voluntarily, involuntarily on his way out the door, he's going to pardon everybody. Wow. And, and he'll just get away with it. Because remember, the, the lies from the left media was that Trump was going to yeah. pardon everybody. And of course, he didn't. Right. I mean, mean, Parting himself would have would have been ridiculous. He didn't yeah. need to. He didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. But here's right. a guy. No, so you guys have have impeached Mayorkas. Makes sense. He's not going to be convicted. But thank God we'll get the information through through the process. Are you going to impeach Biden? What's the hold up there? Well, I hope so. I mean, you know, that's part of the, part of the inform or part of the. Isn't stuff that kind of a no brainer? It, it's it's a no brainer to me. You know, actually, you know, we have to come up with quite a bit of overwhelming evidence because we impeach him, we send it to the Senate, and they have to convict him. Uh, so I think that they're trying to get all their ducks in a row. And like I said, we've got good uh, we've got good chairman in these committees that are looking yeah. into to the Biden crime family, and they're putting together a really solid case.
Ronnie, between you and me, don't tell anybody. Couldn't you impeach him on Afghanistan alone? Just how he left Afghanistan, wasn't? I mean, he literally killed 13 military members because of how stupidly he left Afghanistan. Yeah, absolutely. That was a disaster. You know, uh, Joe, I I won't say who I was talking to, but I was talking to an ambassador from another country the other day, and they were sharing with me their frustration because they're still fighting elements of the Taliban and ISIS, and they're at a distinct disadvantage right now because ISIS members from Afghanistan and Taliban members are using our night vision equipment and our small arms to, to, to fight them. And they were like, this is ridiculous. We're supposed to be on your side, and you have armed our enemies, right? I mean, this is it's crazy the stuff that, that, that happened, but you're right. There's just a thousand reasons in my mind we can impeach him. I, could, we, we should impeach him. I, I'll be honest with you, Joe. Like I'm praying every day that nothing bad happens in this country until November, but that they don't get rid of him. I want him to stay until November because okay. President Trump is going to crush this man. Yeah, crush easily. him at the polls. Yeah, yeah e- e- easily. Even though yeah. he's a dictator and doesn't believe in democracy and he's yeah. Hitler incarnate. They'll, Ronnie, they're going to say anything they can against President Trump between now and November. Thank God for people who are lucid like you and like me and and, and millions of others that are out there watching and listening that they, they won't just fall for this. Uh, one last thing. They're both going to be at the border this week, which is kind of odd. Trump and Biden on the same day will be at the border. You and I both know that President yeah. Trump has been to the border a billion times and Biden's going for the second time for a photo op. Trump is going to say, roll back to my policies that work. Biden's going to say, give me billions of dollars and, and I'll somehow fix it that way. But what is your response as a sitting member of Congress when this guy says I need billions of dollars to throw at the border that I purposely broke? Well, you know what he wants the billions of dollars for? He wants the billions of dollars so that he can increase the logistical uh, you know, means to get more people over here. He's going to put judges in place. It's not going to go to securing our border. It's going to go to facilitating more people coming into this country. It's only going to make the process worse. Money is not the answer. He's got the executive authority to do it right now. He could build the wall. He could do remain in Mexico. There's a lot of things. I would gladly vote to give them more money if it was going to be used for actual border security, but it won't. It will be used to make this problem worse. And he's going, you're right, Just this is nothing more than a photo op. Uh, you know, he's going down to Brownsville, right, where they have a small problem down there. He should be going to Eagle Pass, where President Trump's going, where the real problem's at, right? right. But he went to El Paso last time he's going to – it's just – he's getting beat up right now by the left because they sent so many people to these uh, sanctuary states and these sanctuary cities that these mayors and governors are putting pressure on him right now. We've got the the, the young woman in Georgia that was recently killed. All of this stuff, it's, it's mounting pressure right now. So he's going there for a photo op to – to, uh, to try to tell the American people that he's concerned about the border and he's going to do something about it. And he's had three and a half years and he ain't done a damn thing about it. As a matter of fact, he created the problem. Yeah, he did. And this isn't going to work. People are smarter than that. In fact, he's probably going to lose a lot of the black and Hispanic community uh, yeah. to vote because of, because of how badly he's dealt with this. And those people are specifically being harmed directly by his policies. Ronnie, we can't, we can't wait this long in between. Let's do this again soon. It's U.S. Representative Ronnie Jackson, Texas 13. He's a Republican. It's Dr. Ronnie Jackson. Go to uh, house.jackson.gov. Thank you so much for the time today, my friend. Thank you, Joe. Appreciate it. All right, brother. We're back after this. Stay right here. Don't be an A-Dub. Stay with the Joe Pag Show. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory... Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. 
That's shopify.com slash system. Always a pleasure to have Ronnie Jackson on, U.S. representative, also a doctor, and uh, getting his insight into what's going on with Biden is always, always key. Another big hour coming your way. Jeremy Dice fighting for your free speech. Keep it here. This is the Joe Pegg Show.